I'm Evelyn, and I'm a geoholic. Well, Miss Peta, we've made it to day three. Oh, I'm so exhausted. Of Trimble Dimensions. <laughs> I, we're on the home stretch, as they say. Yes. Although last night, you know, we didn't, we didn't do too bad. I feel really, I feel a lot better this morning than I did yesterday morning. Yeah. I can tell you that Early for sure. Early night. Yep, yep. That but helps. We're kicking off the day with uh, Nolan and Shannon. I'm going to let them do self-introductions here real quick. Ladies first. Shannon? Yes, I am Shannon Mark, and I am Nolan's wife, and we own <laughs> we own a land surveying business in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And what is the name of that business? That is on the mark land surveying, and I do all of the office side of things and help keep him scheduled and organized. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I have to know before we uh, let Nolan jump in here, who came up with the name? Nolan did. Nolan did. Yep. He had it for a while okay. uh, before he started this adventure. He yeah. kind of always knew that that's what it was going to be. So Awesome. Well, let's loop Nolan in. All right. So for clarification first, Sheena is more than just my wife. Uh-oh. I mean, she, she keeps the business running. But, mm. um, but no, I'm Nolan Mark, owner, current owner of On The Mark. <laughs> Are Lincoln you Survey. selling already? <laughs> What? We can get to that later. Uh oh. Cur- current owner of. Trent's buying Nolan oh, out. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> current owner of On the Mark Land Surveying. Uh, primarily uh, the main field guy while I have the technician draft, but we are growing so rapidly that we are doing everything and everybody's doing everything. So, yeah. That's why Shannon's here because she keeps us in line. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, man, I have so many questions for you guys. Um, can I just say before we go into anything? Do. That you say that you know she's not just your wife. You've always got to have a good woman oh, by yeah. your side. Oh yeah, and you got one. Yep, yep, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, so, first of all, when when did you guys embark on this journey? How long ago was that? Oh man, it's probably longer ago than like, I'm thinking. It's like two years ago. No, no. year and a half. Yeah. Okay, right? year and a half. Yeah. So we officially filed February, February of 2021, right? Yep. And Seems then it's like forever ago gave my notice about beginning of March and they're like mm-hmm. so how long can you really stay on before you do your own thing I was like yeah. uh tomorrow but yeah. no <laughs> it was like end of March we finally got fully going off and what like what was the trigger that made you to finally decide to do it I got the yes from the person across the table from me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it but no I mean the way the the market was then you, you couldn't find a surveyor in our area for just boundary surveys yep. in like six to eight weeks. Yep. And in this market, I mean, if you deliver fast, it doesn't matter what the price is. So, I mean, that being said, I don't outrageously charge to outrageously charge, but it was just a demand that that is not being met. So why not help that demand and work for somebody else when you right. can help everybody? So Yeah, I love it. And uh, did you have any hesitations at that point in time? Yeah, it, I mean, it was definitely a little scary to take that leap. Um, I was still working full time at my previous job, so I mean, we had that comfort to kind of fall back on. But it was finally just like you've been talking about this for so long. You're telling me it's gonna work. <laughs> Trent's saying just do it. And finally, it was just like, all right. Oh, Trent's always. I know. Such a bad influence. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it was just like, if you're gonna do it, you need to do it. And I was like, all right, we're just we're gonna go for it. Yep. Yep. And, and you mentioned you were working. You're working full time for On the Mark now, right? Yes. Now I am. Okay. So um, this February of 2022, I quit my full time job to now 
help our business. So. Interesting. So how many employees do you guys have? So currently just four of us, the two yep. of us, mm-hmm. and then uh, Brian, who's actually here yep. at Dimensions with us, and then we have uh, an intern. He was doing 40 hours during the summer, but now he's doing 20 during the okay. school year. Well, so. he finishes cool. up his degree. So Yeah. So, Nolan, um, owning a small business like this, I mean, is it one of those things I envision, like, you know, burning the candles at both ends? You know, you're doing the field work, you're doing the office work. Thank God you have Shannon to, I'm assuming, help you with invoicing and tracking and all this stuff. I mean, what what is like a, what does a typical day look like for you guys? Ooh. So, at least for us, you know, it's waking up and looking at each other, like, who's going to get the kid ready first? Yeah. Who's the kids ready? Who's, yeah. who's going to get the one on the bus? Who's going to get the other one to daycare? But, yeah. um, for us, we start, we each figure out what's going to go on. Um, I usually end up going to the office first, and then Shannon will follow after getting the kids around. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, with being a small business and Shannon also working, like, as, but that was one of our big goals. It's like yeah. to get Shannon to a point where she can be a mom and not stress about work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's she, awesome. She's always been a hard worker, and why not mm-hmm. have that hard work pay for us yeah. hey, twofold? Yeah. That, that Midwest work ethic, I'm telling you, there's something to it. Australia work ethic too, of course. Yes, most definitely. I've heard nothing it's exhausting but good things. And yeah. With young kids, it's hard. So it is. you know, you sort of work full time with young kids, and it's hard. But starting a business as well. Oh yeah. Until you get it. Yeah. And then you can go through go, your day. Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. No, I mean, get the kids, get the get our oldest on the bus, get our youngest preschool, and then go right to the office and jump right in and answer phones and emails and scheduling and everything so I mean we we go no one goes a lot longer of a day than I do but yeah since I have that balance now like I can be there to get our oldest off the bus mm. instead of having to find somewhere for him to go yeah. so he's having a crazy long day yeah. so that was kind of the nice part was to finally felt like I could be more mom than work instead of yeah. vice versa yeah, that's where awesome. it was before and Shannon what's it like being a surveyor's wife you learn a lot, like, every day, always. I mean, but he's just, he'll, I always laugh because I'll be on the phone with him when he's out in the field or something, and he'll just start talking, and I'm like, I have no idea what you just said, but you just sounded so intelligent that, <laughs> like, good job, honey. <laughs> Go Nolan. Right? Yes. Like, I don't know what you just told him, but it was really convincing, so. I mean, I try to make her more than just a surveyor's wife. I, I tell her that she should yeah. go back and actually, you know, since she's learning everything and getting used to it, she could go back to school and do it, but, you know, she yeah. doesn't have to. Yeah. Well, I see pictures on social media of you out in the field wearing, yep. like, I, I did get safety to help apparel with, and stuff. I did yep. get to help with, like, our biggest job to date. Um, I got to do the, what was that, a level circuit, yeah, technically? Level, yeah, yep. level run. Um, <laughs> I was so excited term. when I saw you out there. <laughs> I got I got the swing of that pretty pretty quickly. You get the hang of that one. So, and then yeah, I mean to finish up, like Shannon will go and get the boys, and then that's usually around two or three, and then I'll come home around four or five, maybe later depending on where it's at. And then I mean we will work after dinner. Yeah. I mean yeah. since Shannon can. Yeah. Help with invoicing and emails. Sometimes we do invoice at night, or sure. we do send emails at night. We we don't turn it off. Yeah, that's yeah. the good bad thing. But we don't we don't take it further than yeah. you know our lifestyle. Now that we have an office too, there's definitely more of a separation because when mm-hmm. we first started, I mean, we have an of office house. in like our basement and everything yeah. of the house that we built. So it worked really well, but it was just like there was no 
separation of that. And I remember last year when we were here with Trent and Lisa, Lisa's like the best thing you could do is finally get that separation Uh. of the office and home and try and turn it off even for a little bit. And then if you have to go do emails or something, that's fine. But not go, uh, go, go go 24-7 all the time. (laughs) Is the office pretty close to your house then? Yeah. Yep. Like eight eight minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect. We got the perfect location. So same little town that uh, preschool's in. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So what were like some of the challenges getting started? I mean, it is a huge step, you know, when I think about it. I mean, the, the expense involved, buying equipment, you know, you got to have some mm. seed money, I'm assuming, to yes. at least get started. Um, insurance, I mean, my goodness. Yep, that was, that was a lot to try yeah. and make sure that you had everything on that checklist, like insurance and making sure that everything was covered. Finding the equipment, finally getting the certain type of equipment, which is not my forte of all of this. I did a lot of the uh, business, you know, side of things, like making sure that we are all good with IRS and yeah. our accountant yes. all and all that stuff that you don't necessarily see. And then yeah. Nolan got to do the fun stuff, like go buy buy a bunch of equipment, <laughs> pick it all out, and. Yeah. And I think that's why we work so well together, even as husband and wife and the way our business is ran. Because, I mean, even though I know more of the technical side, if you're going to own a business, it's not just survey. No. Someone yesterday said in a in a certain session, you know. Did I did I upset a few people when I said that surveyors? I could have cheered for you in the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I actually put some people off when I said that. It's true, but I, though. I mean, that's yeah. all those things that you know we we're talking. I get the fun things, but Shannon right now, like yeah. she is on the back end of everything. And even though she's not the face of all day field work or anything like that, yeah. that is probably the biggest thing that oh yeah is running this company. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. So was your previous job or your background uh, business related then? Um, when I went to school, it was definitely like business and marketing. Okay. Um, and then I actually got into like transportation. So yeah. that teaches you a lot with customer service for sure. And okay. things just constantly moving and going and deadlines and all that. So this is different, but you can always take what you've done before to apply it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of being our own, you definitely put everything you have into yeah. it and make sure that you are 1000% getting it all going. So yeah. Yeah. it wasn't anything that I'd really done before, but it all applied in yeah. the end, which was nice. How do, yeah. how, do, how do you go managing and running the office? And like, you know, a little bit about surveying, but you've got these people that are calling up or sending stuff saying, you know, we want this type of survey. And how do you manage it and speak to the people That is where, like, the kindness in your voice and just the understanding Mm -hmm. of if there's a dispute or something, like, I understand what's going on, you know, until we fully look at this, then I can get back to you, I'll have, you know, Nolan, and it's funny, when they'll be like, yeah, my husband's a surveyor, they're like, oh, great, can you have him, you know, look at the, I don't know if it just seems more... Like, on a personal level, when you Mm. explain to them, like, yeah, we're doing this together and it's not some giant corporation of you're just another number or, you know, especially if there's something not fun for them going on with whatever their survey is. Mm. I mean, Shannon will actually know, like, if it's a a commercial property, she'll be like, well, do you need an ALTA survey if a realtor asks or somebody or an agent Mm. or a lawyer or anybody I mean took a little bit to learn the different ones yeah still you know the specifics yeah I mean we have order sheets and she knows what to ask and you know even if it's someone calling I need a fence you know that's our favorite one but it's a dispute you need it in tomorrow because you're not going to get it tomorrow yeah like are you telling me your fence people are showing up in 30 minutes because it's not it's not gonna happen 
Yeah. So um, talk about, I mean, four-person firm. I'm sure that even at that size, you have like what you want the company culture to look like. You know, what's important to you besides work? Talk about that just a little bit. I think just knowing that we can be flexible when our employees do have like kids or just other things going on. Yes, it's your job, but you still have a life outside of your job. And a lot of companies, unfortunately, don't, I feel like, have that mentality all the time or they say they do. And then when it really comes down to it. Right. Unfortunately, you know, well, you need to be here. And it's like, yes and no, if you have this flexibility of it. I think that was the biggest thing for me is when we were like, okay, we need to hire someone. It's like, okay, but we need to make sure that we're taking care of them and their family as like human beings and not just you're working for us. Go get it done. Don't care how long. Like you should elaborate on Brian a little bit more. Who's the full-time technician who's here with us? So, Yeah, I worked with Brian actually at my previous job. That's, we became you know, good friends. And then once he knew that Nolan was trying to, to grow and needed help, he jumped right on board. But, um, his wife, Jess, uh, has a job that, you know, she's a nurse, she's, she's a nurse practitioner. So, I mean, when she's the, you know, only one there caring for all these patients, if a kid's sick, she can't just, she can't just leave. And so flexibility for them was a big thing. And with us, it's like, we get it. Mm. If your child is sick, like you, you are a parent. You need yeah. to be able to go get them or yeah. go home or, you know, go on a field trip or yeah. extracurricular stuff. So, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And what about? Um, I, I see, like again, like on social media, you know, you guys do a really good job with that. That uh, you know, being involved with the community is yes. important to you. Talk about that just a little bit and what, you know, what benefits you see from, you know, being more involved at, at, at that level. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to get our name out there, obviously, for like a marketing standpoint, but it just feels really good to be able to help as well. Um, I mean, like we just did something in the community for Halloween that we were on the tree trail. So we had, you know, our business booth set up in a sense, but it was also, we were happy to participate and meet people in the community that are also running small businesses that kind of understand, even though they're yeah. all completely different. But, um, yeah. you know, we're get, we're definitely getting out there when we can. Sure. Trying to support in any way that we can. Yeah. Our yeah. soccer, our soccer league, you know, needed sponsors to make sure they could keep the costs and the uniforms low. So we did that. And in turn, they, you know, put our logo on everything. Awesome. So it's nice. It's nice being able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you give somebody uh, thinking about doing the same thing? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that are, are considering this and are probably afraid to take that step. Ask your wife first. <laughs> <laughs> and when she says yes, <laughs> then what? you go. Don't ask again. Yeah, no. <laughs> when she finally says yes, just do it. Yeah. Um, it. It's a roller coaster. I could. I think that's probably the best way to explain it. You've got your ups and your downs and your stressful moments and try to make sure you got it all figured out, but it truly will all pan out in the end and it will all be okay. And if, if you yeah. really care about what you're doing, I mean, there are yeah. some people that will just leave and be like, I know I can just make more money doing this on my own. It, mm. Yes, the money part is going to be the big factor, but you you have to be involved. You have yeah. to care about what you're doing. Mm. So. Yep. And it's 24-7, right? It's not it a 9-to-5. No, it's not. You're, you're sending invoices and, and emails and surveys out on Monday morning while yeah, we're getting while going. Yeah, while we're here. Yep. Yeah. So it, doesn't, it doesn't stop. 
So yeah, but well, congratulations, you guys! You. I'm so happy for yeah, you. Me too. And I remember awesome. when Nolan was first talking about yep. this, and uh, you know, when I, I saw that, that you guys finally did it, I was like, good for him, yeah. good for him. And I know Trent's been a lot of help for you guys yes, as well. Yeah, he's been amazing. Yeah. Can no. I just ask your your intern? So when when he he. Yes, he, another he. guy. It's okay. It's okay. You can ask. He, him. He, him. Yes. Yeah. No. There's any females out there that are living in Indiana, we will take you too. Don't worry. She, her. I was hoping it might be a female. Um, are they going to come work for you when you're done? When he's when he's done? Are so hopefully, we actually just had this conversation because mostly he's working with Brian, the technician, because I do a lot of more out of town stuff. So they'll do the in town stuff so he can get back in time yep. for class. Um, he is actually a CET, so construction engineering okay. technology yep. major, last one in, in the school program at IPFW. PFW. Yep. Um, so he doesn't have all the surveying classes, but oh, okay. they, they really push construction management. He's like, man, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go just be a project manager. I don't want to do that. And that's why he, when we reached out to him on Handshake, he was like, mm. yeah, I'm interested in doing an outside job and more than just checking a box. So... I told him, I want you to see if you like it first. I, I mean, I really want you to like it first, but if you don't like it, then don't stick with it. Yeah. And he's loved it. He loves working outside. So the other day we had the conversation of, do you want to be licensed? Do you want to be a technician? I'm not going to push you one way or the other. You have to That's decide. a great conversation to have right there. Yeah. So he did actually say he wants to go back and get the coursework okay. to become licensed, yep. but I didn't, I didn't push him one way or the other. He has to decide. Yeah. If he doesn't like the industry, you know, with this industry being as small as it is, we always want it to grow, but you can't force someone to do something they don't like. Because that's just not going to fit our company culture. No. I mean, we want you to enjoy what you're doing every day and enjoy coming and not dread it. You know, oh, no, I have to go in and go outside. I, You know, we tell them all the time, like, yep. from the get-go, if there's any issue or something that, you know, you're not feeling when we're teaching you like the computer stuff or the outside stuff if you like more of one than the other then just tell us you want to be open in that aspect of and you know like Nolan said if he wants to go get licensed or you know just do the technician thing we can help you either way we don't want to push you but we can definitely guide you and help in any way that we can got it yeah so yeah I think he graduates in spring and then he'll be we, we have Vincent's University here in, okay. well, not here, but in Indiana. So they'll be doing the hybrid where it's mostly online, but they do labs one okay. Friday a month. So, Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. That's all I got. How about you, Peter? No, I'm good. Great conversation. Mm. Really enjoyed talking to you guys. I'm so happy for Thank you, like you. I said before. It's good so luck. good to hear the, the stories of these young people coming I know. through. I love it. Fostering the yeah, industry. It's motivating. Profession. Yeah. Yep. And since I said current owner at the beginning, we're, the big thing for us is actually Shannon's going to be an owner next year. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. yes. yeah. so, okay. I was going to ask about that because obviously there's benefits to that. Yes, um, there is. But I, I, I'm glad you offered that up because that's yeah. pretty exciting and that's going to open up a lot of doors, obviously. So, cool. Well, again, congratulations, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks. All right. We have Kelly with us. Kelly, why don't you give us a quick self-introduction, just name, who you're with, what you do, and why you're here. Yeah, sure. Uh, Kelly Hassab. I'm uh, with Beveridge Williams. I'm a director and New South Wales manager. We're a land development and infrastructure consultancy firm across two states in Australia, and I'm a surveyor and registered planner. Wow. Wow. She's my friend. I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> ears perked up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Ah, it's great. So what do you think of the conference so far? Love it. Has it been yeah. everything you hoped it would be? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Everything's yeah. bigger and better in, in America. I think. No, in Vegas. Oh, maybe in Vegas, okay. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Vegas. Yeah, uh, not all the buildings are, are this large, but no, yes. No, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Really enjoying it. So you're a surveyor and a planner. Yeah. Um, what took you down that career path? Um, I was actually at a rugby match at mm. the University of Newcastle. Uh, I was actually doing teaching and then I met the head of um, surveying faculty and he was all about, you know, introducing, getting more women. And uh, mm. so, yeah, he encouraged me. <laughs> and then, yeah, I've just, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. yeah. What do you love about it? Uh, I like dealing with people. Uh, it's more of a client sort of focus and, yeah. and problem solving. Um, but yeah, I'm now more into the town planning um, side of things, okay. and I haven't been in the field for probably ten years. At least. <laughs> we were just talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I put on a high vis, you know, I think uh, yeah. my staff are like, "Come mm-hmm. on, right, you right. know, it's really shiny, and yeah. it hasn't been." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you went to well, what you call uni, right? Yes. So where did, where did you attend? Uh, so that Newcastle, which is about Newcastle, two yeah. hours north of Sydney. Okay. Yeah. So that was really great. Almost a big country town. But, yeah. but pretty cool. Um, so I worked um, there for a number of years after university and then, yeah, bought into a company um, for you. when I was about 32 maybe, wow. became a director and then sold it to Beveridge Williams okay. uh, about four years ago. Nice. And, and was that like a surveying company or was it surveying and planning? Or yeah, what did multidisciplinary, that look like? yeah. Survey, okay. planning, engineers. So sort of start to finish. What we sometimes call one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, heard so of this term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dealing with um, mainly land development, mainly private clients, um, but at the moment definitely diversifying with the state, yeah. government and... Uh, Infrastructure yeah, is the way to so go. Much, yeah. So much infrastructure happening. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of land releases because our, um, our government and planning departments are challenging to actually get an approval. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So but that's, that's why you're consulting. I mean, that's kind of yeah. your business, right? As I know. You help, I'm taking words out of your mouth, but I'm assuming that's what your business does well, is help clients get through that process. Well, you facilitate the development process, yes. but it's, you can only do so much. <laughs> Sure. Um, and you, you can do as much as you can, but if at the end of the day the, the government uh, is pretty <laughs> slow in releasing land or approving, it makes yeah. it hard for us. Yeah. But at the moment I manage people mainly, not so much clients. Mm. Um, so we've got 425 staff. Wow. Yeah. I've got about 120 in New South Wales, so it's lots of fun. Yeah. How would you? Uh, sorry, she, she just said it's lots of fun yeah. managing people. I think, it is. I think I saw her roll her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. No, no. Without our people, you got nothing. So that's it's important to focus yeah. on them. Good point. So, how would you describe your management style? Um, inclusive. Hmm? I, I yeah, and it's collaborative. Yeah, it's a, a team for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, not the sledgehammer approach. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine anybody in Australia having this sledgehammer approach. Oh, no, Everybody I talk to is like so mellow. And yeah, but you've got all the good ones here. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm, there, yeah, are, there are different there, leadership yes. styles, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I like the inclusive. And I think you, you know, surround yourself with a great team. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, yeah, everyone can contribute. So. Yeah, yeah. So do you struggle finding uh, skilled workers, yes. employees? Yep. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, definitely a skills shortage. Mm-hmm. Um, we are trying to train from within and uh, as well, but it, it is very hard to um, recruit. Um, but with Surveying Academy 
and the Business Academy. So I'm also Vice Chair of the Consulting Surveyors New South Wales. So we support the profession and the industry and yeah. hopefully help yeah. solve the <laughs> skills crisis, really. Hopefully, because it's all part of getting the, the task force and getting into the schools that we've talked about. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and getting companies to understand that they do need to foster the learning from yeah. the get-go. Which can be hard because you're focusing so much on just getting the work done yeah. and, as you say, you know, rather mm. than stepping back and looking at the greater good, it's hard sometimes to, mm. you know, do that. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. Um, so how how is it been uh, being in a male-dominated field? I mean, have you, have you experienced challenges? I mean, has it been...? Um, not really. I've, I've, I mean, there has been a, a few incidents. When I was younger, you know, some things were said mm. and called out on the construction site and, hey, love, come and measure this, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, They're just being nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just being nice. <laughs> right. But they I just lost their tape. I, I, I don't want to make light of it, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> that, it, it, it was pretty funny, but generally, like I've got lots of mentors, and and they're mainly male mentors. Yeah, been my greatest supporters. Um, but I think they, you know, they'll support you if they know you're, ser- you know, serious and having a go. And yeah. um, so I've only ever had great. Um, great experience but there's not many women in the profession mm. so there's yep. no real mentor or role model that I've had that has been no. female mm. yeah interesting yeah. so yeah. it's nice to have yeah, um, yeah a group of um, women mm. um, yep. that can support each other yeah. like Peter and Michelle and Narelle oh, yeah. our, Narelle, yeah, our Narelle. surveyor general you yeah. know fantastic yeah. really great. great role model um, yep. And we do have, a, you know, a few um, women coming through. There's, there is a few coming through now and I, I sort of try and, for some of them, if I can see them or, or you know, talk to them and sort of see how they are. And, and, and it's, it's quite different now, though, because the companies are really taking it on board mm. and supporting them. So how about you, Peter? I don't know if I've asked you that question before. Um, your mentors? Your mentor, any female mentors or are no. they male? No. Male. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think I've only ever worked with one or two females hmm. in my life. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What are you excited about the next five years? Uh, growing the company, hmm. um, having sustainable prof- profitability. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, it's very hard. When you're growing yeah. a company, and our, our path is we're acquiring other companies mm-hmm. that have different cultures, different Ooh, values. That's difficult. Bringing yeah. different mm. types of um, equipment, bringing people together is really hard. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of my role. Mm. So I look forward to actually having um, less worries in terms of <laughs> the growth growing pains yeah um but i also want to travel more so i'm pretty excited about doing that now that we can with covid mm, yeah. both of my children are now out of school so it's really oh, nice cool um so less that's so good isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i think i just saw a u12 email release email on my phone earlier <laughs> uh, <laughs> great yeah. can you uh, go into that what you just mentioned a little bit about the challenges of acquiring a firm or acquiring another group mm. and the different culture and what, can you give some advice to those that need some about how to, you know, it sounds like you have a good culture with the group that you have. How do you implement that on a new group that's coming in? It, it's hard. I mean, for me, when I was selling my company, I, it was all about the values and the culture hmm. and how, for us, it's cl- um, staff first, client second. Um, so for me, that's just the fundamental 
thing that we focus on. Um, and then it's also about having that second tier managers in place. So often companies that we acquire, they've got um, older principals that might be leaving or, you know, so you need to make sure you've got um, that leadership there um, that, that can just continue on. Mm. But bringing people together, it's all about um, being authentic, I think, and just getting to know them. So we have had a couple of companies that are sort of two, three hours away from where I live, but I make a real effort to make to go and actually eyeball and get to know people, and that's how you build up trust. And, and then I think it's supporting the staff um, and yeah, them seeing that you're actually fed income. Hmm. So was that too Aussie? No, no, no not at all. <laughs> so how would you describe? They're getting used to it. They're getting used to <laughs> it. How would you describe the the culture at uh, the company you're currently with? Um, I think it's excellent. It, it really does focus on what's best for the for the staff. Um, it's all about work life balance, and there's real family values. Even though it's a 400 plus company, you know, it's a corporation. Yeah. It really has small company values. Um, so for me, it's it's been a great you know, uh, it's been a great step. Mm. Cool. What you got, Sean? You got something brewing over there. Well, my favorite question is always, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus, that's hard. <laughs> um, don't take things too seriously. I'm a bit of a worrier. Okay. So, you know, like really, does worrying actually help? But I thought the national uh, motto for Australia is no worries. Yeah, no worries, mate. Everybody yeah. says it, so I'm assuming it's on the license plates or something, right? Uh, you don't always, you might say it, but you, may, you don't always feel it. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think also just back yourself. You know, don't be controlled by fear, mm. and which often sometimes mm. you second guess yourself. So. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. What, uh, what are, your, what are going to be some of your biggest takeaways from the conference? I'm really impressed by Trimble. Oh, yeah, I know. The company is super fantastic. Yeah. Um, I might go and work for them. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, you that's my takeaway. No. <laughs> Can you not? I'm, that's a nervous giggle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a chat afterwards, yeah. No, no, we, we can't afford to lose you. <laughs> I loved... I love um, Wozniak when he said happiness, the, the equation to happiness, you know, happiness equals smiles minus frowns. I took that away. I thought oh. that was pretty cool. I don't know. That's did you awesome. hear that? Uh, I didn't, but it sounds like that's one of the best advices you've been given. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good or bad? No, no, I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Good. What else you guys got? Anything? About ready to wrap it up? Anything else you want to get out there? Just Appreciate really, your time. Yeah, love love being here, and um, yeah, America is fantastic. So thank you. That's great. Yeah, enjoy Glad the rest to have of your you. trip. Thank you. All right. All right, we have uh, Tim with us. Tim, thanks for joining us. If you would, real quick, just do a quick self introduction: who you are, what you do, who you're with, and we'll uh, we'll take it from there. Sure. Uh, my name is Tim Birch. I am the executive director of the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Uh, I'd like to tell people that I'm recently retired from the private private sector of surveying after 30 <clears throat> some years. <laughs> that uh, it's a little different out here, trying to be a little more uh, promotion and advocacy and all that stuff versus uh, uh, really just 
another project, and if I never see another Amazon warehouse again in my life, I'll... You're okay be, with that, right? It'll be, it'll be too soon. Oh, man, so. I am so jealous. i got to be honest with you. So what is big, like your biggest challenge, um, you know, transitioning into this role? Uh, probably the challenge is just uh, uh, being able to be everywhere that people are wanting us to be. Mm. It's, um, and that's, I guess that's something that, uh, you know, I'm... And we're in a unique, unique position to see. We're, we're seeing growth. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, yep. the surveying profession is growing, and we're we're starting to see a little more of a resurgence. Now, it's not gonna. Rome wasn't built in a day, and it's not gonna turn around on a dime. But uh, we are we are enhancing uh, our profession by really, and it's a lot of you know. There's a, a lot of things going on here, of really pushing. The, the young people to get more involved mm-hmm. and to be part of it. Yep. Bottom line. Yep. So uh, we've we've got to keep up that narrative that uh, th- this is a this is a profession for them. For sure. So what do you think is um, you know some of the, the causes or what like for this this resurgence that you mentioned? What I mean is it just I know there's a lot of different things happening. Obviously you know get kids in a survey. You know you've always been a big huge supporter of that. You know Trent does a bunch of stuff. There's podcasts. There's this. There's that. Do you think all that is having an effect? I think part of it is. I yeah. think I think part of it is we're finally finding our 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 niches of, of how we can reach out and get a hold of mm-hmm. uh, hold of that next generation. And especially, I guess what I what I appreciate about the Young Surveyors Network, yep. uh, a lot of those 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 young surveyors coming up, they're go getters. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know, I've got a 26 year old daughter, so I you know she's borderline millennial Gen Z. She's not lazy. Yep. And th- this this misnomer that they, they're all lazy is just garbage and to see people uh, see see the young surveyors coming out and going I'm throwing up my I'm, I'm throwing up a shingle yep. I'm not waiting around uh, on an on an old uh, yeah <laughs> thanks John yeah I already had one they're delicious uh, that uh, they're, they're not waiting on the older generation anymore and while Unfortunately, there's there's still going to be some uh, experience transfer. There's some sure. mentoring and other things, but they're not waiting on it anymore. Yeah. So that to me is is the big part of the resurgence is that they they're taking life by the horns and, and going after it. Yeah, and I've uh, I see it every day. Like at the company that I work for, um, you know, real big on you know bringing in uh, interns, right? And you know, early twenties, these folks, you know, still in college, most of them. And the rate at what they learn things is unbelievable. And yes. they are so hungry to learn. It's like you, you think you present something to them that's going to take them, whatever, a day to do or whatever. They're done in two hours, you know, because they're just so resourceful and, you know, so smart. And it's just, it's incredible. I totally agree with exactly what you're saying. Well, and I, I'll give you a quick example of, of how things do have to change. Let's talk the Boy Scout Merit Badge, or we're supposed to say now Scouting Merit Badge. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that mm. is an eight-hour merit badge that goes through and it goes through all the the, the, the minute details of, of how surveying used to be. Right. It has to evolve. Mm. It has to change, and it has to be better yep. than what it used to be because that's not how we're surveying anymore. And I, it's getting kids into that mm. and understanding what we do. Mm. I think if we show them you're flying a drone or running a, uh, a hydrographic boat or uh, you know geo slams scanning yeah if you show a kid that versus okay now you're going to turn this angle and now you're going to tape this distance and you're going to mark in this field 
it's it's a no brainer on which one they're going to go after. Yeah, no, yeah. I love that. I think it's a huge uh, huge point. Um, we in Arizona were administering the, the survey merit badge, and uh, it was the first time it was offered in like thirty years. Right, right. but you're right; it's kind of antiquated. Um, how do you think? that gets changed. I mean, it seems like a big a big ask, probably. Well, that's one of the things NSPS is doing, is that we've had a, a scouting committee for many years. Uh, it's really, it, it's had a resurgence this last last year or so, and we're, the, the committee that's actually putting all, putting these ideas together, they're now talking to the scouting council and saying, nice. hey, this has got to change, because um, statistically, and this was really more uh, pre-pandemic, there's 137 merit badges Surveying was 136 in wow. popularity. Only, only, only uh, the, the only thing it beat out was bugling. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you what? not, bugling. That's awesome. So you know, but when you've got an eight-hour merit badge, when a kid can go to the, the national jamboree is going to be back in back in play this next mm. this next summer in July. When, when you've got an eight-hour merit badge, when a kid can go through and get two, three, four other merit badges in the same amount of time. Hmm. I'm sorry, that's the attention span. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. That's yeah. another And it's point. funny you say that because I was actually talking to someone here yesterday about scouting in Alaska. Yes. And he's just like, it's so old and hmm. we need to change it. Yes, and, and, that, yeah. and that's part of what we're trying to do, at least... At I told level. him to go and see you. Yeah, <laughs> go see him. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to do, at least at the at the national perspective. Uh, but that's you know, with the jam. Like I said, the jamboree is going to be next July. We're trying to get more engaged in that, uh, and it's finding those volunteers that want to that want to teach it in a new way. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and that's unfortunately that's the the other part of our professional problem is we've went so far with technology that it's. You know, one man robotics, one man GPS, one man yeah. one man scanning all these things. Yeah. We're, we, and like like uh, uh, all of Trent's stuff, he's doing with mentoring Mondays. It has to go back to that. There has to be some avenues where there's mentoring. Bottom yeah. line. Yeah. If they're not getting it at work, they need to be finding it somewhere, and we've got to be there for them. It's uh, it's every I've just heard that word all week. Yes. Mentoring. Yeah. Mentoring. And, and you guys have the same problem in Australia. Yeah, I mean, everybody we talk to from all over the globe, I mean, they all say the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really interesting. Mm. Yes. So what are some other, like, really cool things that are happening in NSPS these days? Um, well, the, the big thing that we're working on right now is uh, we are we're co-hosting the FIG Working Week mm. uh, oh. conference in, uh, in May in Orlando next year. First time this international conference has been back in the United States in 20 years. Um, the bad thing about the last 10, 15 years, and the, I'll say the demise of, mm -hmm. of the American Congress Surveying Mapping, uh, ACSM to those old folks out there that still remember it, uh, we don't have a national conference anymore. That it becomes this localized uh, conferencing of Trimble Dimensions, Hexagon, tr Top Gun Road Shows, those types of things. There's no national conference anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're really doing our... You know, putting in the extra time to, to make sure that this conference, having all of these vendors, all of this technology under one roof, with all of the, and, and this is the world coming to us, yeah. and mm -hmm. finding out that, you know, and that's been the interesting thing, getting involved with, that much further with NSPS and FIG, is that surveyors from around the world, Miss Peta, yes. that uh, we're doing the same thing. We might be doing it a little differently in different places, mm -hmm. but we're doing the same thing, and we can learn from each other 
every, everywhere we, so come, we come from. Yeah. So yeah. that's the big thing that we're, we're trying to, to get all the, the final details for that conference and really starting to get the word out that this is going to be a, a conference for the ages. And hopefully it's, it's going to be, it's going to kind of change, it's going to change the way surveying is looked at uh, from, uh, from the world perspective on American surveying. Hmm. So, wow, it sounds like a huge opportunity. It is, it is. And we're, uh, like I said, we're, we're looking forward to, to hosting the world. That's awesome. Are you going to be there, Peter? She's going to be there. Put her on the spot. We're, we're getting her there. One way or another, we're getting her there. <laughs> Looks like I'm going. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. Uh, um, so what else? What, like, so you miss nothing about working in the private sector. <laughs> And I don't blame you. <laughs> no, no. It, in fact, um, a, a quick story I'll share with you that, uh, you know, it's been 10 months I've been into this job, and my wife asked me that the other day. She says, what's been the one, what's been the one biggest thing that you, you don't miss about being on the private side? And I said, you know what, you know, we're into early November, and winter's coming, and all of, you know, I don't miss those those sleepless Sunday nights wondering if the snowstorm yeah. in the Chicago area is going to, you know, what am I doing with crews tomorrow? Right. What are we doing with, you know, a, a construction site that's not ready or yeah. if it's going to rain or whatever. I'm not worried about those crews anymore. So yeah. I now, that being said, I do miss working with them. I do miss sure. the interaction and and, yeah. you know, sitting down and going through boundary analysis with them and helping them to help train them on on you know, what topo shots to take to make a, an efficient tin and things like that. But, um, no, I don't miss the scheduling. I don't miss those <laughs> headaches. Uh, and I don't, can I say it? I don't, I don't miss dealing with civil engineers. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> oh, hi, guys. <laughs> hey, Sean. Hey, welcome, Sean. Oh, oh I, heard my, I heard my name spoken disparagingly. <laughs> oh, man. So what have you found to be in... in you know, 10 months isn't a long, a long time, but what have you found to be particularly rewarding? Uh, I think, I think it is, it is the kind of the tide turning. I, I, we've, I felt like it was, it was somewhat coming along these last couple of years. And I, and I do have to, we have to give it a little shout out to it, to a lane ball and, and to get kids in a survey and, and some of those, those, those grassroots initiatives that are coming. Um, but really to be now to be in a position to where we can, push it out a little bit further and really yep. start making a change. Um, I like this. I like that the fact that the young surveyors are getting that much more engaged. How good is that? At the national level, yep. uh, we've got several young surveyors that are actually now NSPS directors. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little different flavor there now of, 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 of interaction at, at our board meetings and such. Uh, it's just this youth movement, I think, that's really, uh, it's been invigorating and it's, it's really fun to be part of. And I think because of that, and because we're some of the things we're trying to change about our messaging and, and really how we get surveying and geospatial out there to, to the masses, uh, it's it's being well received, and we're we're getting drawn into a lot of different conversations like this one. Um, so I think that's probably been the biggest uh, upside of of taking this on. So you mentioned. Um a youth movement inside NSPS, as far as like the leadership goes, is that, are you seeing that happening? Like the uh, state, the state. Um, I know that was was governors. What is it now? Uh, directors. 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 Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, I think it's. I think it's the, the the state directors. I think the even the biggest thing I we're starting to see is the amount of young surveyors that are getting engaged at the state level. That say, for instance, um, Cassandra Quint Quintal out in Maine. She's a young surveyor. She's now the president of the Maine Society. Hmm. Uh, and having that youth movement within the states 
And you know, if they're if they're going up the ladder that early in their careers at the state level, well, where's the next? Hopefully, the next logical step is they want to get involved yep. even more yep. on a bigger level, whether it's national or just uh, just really making sure that they, they continue to make a splash within the profession. So it's really great to see just the enthusiasm. Um, nothing against uh, nothing against baby boomers and the older Gen X, uh, which we are part of, um, but we need to get out of the way. Yeah. We just absolutely need to get out of the way. Yeah. Or provide uh, provide a thorough and effective guidance, guidance yep. to, those, to, yeah, exactly. to that young people. Yeah. Because to me, I, I guess that's always been my the way I was brought, the way I was brought up, and the way my career has always been, yes, I'm always trying to learn from the person ahead of me, and I'm always trying to train the person behind me. Uh, it's because it, it, it life it changes constant, and we've got to be prepared for it. But you got to be prepared to learn from them, the, the younger ones as well. Absolutely, yeah. the re, re, mentor, Re, the reverse mentoring, yeah. right? And, yeah. you know, and I, it's, yeah. that's funny when people say, "Well, you know, there is reverse mentoring." No, it's just mentoring. It's just, mm. it's just mentoring. Yeah. It really is yeah. that there's so much that we can learn, and that's why coming to conferences like this one, where it's really technical at times, uh, we do need to stay ahead of technology, even for us old, uh, you know, us old fogies. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm not old. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's all relative. It's it just a number, Peta. Yeah, it is relative. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, what else are you looking forward to over the next? Say, how, so how long are you in this position? For as long as until uh, they kick you out, they, or what? Until they kick me out. Tell, okay. Yeah, well, that's really exciting. Tell, well, yes and no. It's yeah. a little daunting that uh, that you know my bosses are basically uh, you know elected officers. You know yeah. that that that, uh, that cycle in and out, and you know you know. Hopefully, you know, the, the goal is to keep doing a good enough job that I do keep my job. Um, my predecessor was there for 23 years, so I'm wow. hoping I can yeah. make a difference. Yep. But I will say this, and I can say this, I'll say this on the record, that uh, thing, things won't, won't run out for 23 years like they did before. Yeah. That there will be change before sure. that. Yep. I w- I'm hoping I'm still involved when I choose to hang up my career, yeah. but you will see differences within within the organization because there has to be a youth movement. There has to be change has to happen uh, organically and quickly, more quickly through the than than doing it because it's necessary. Sure, sure. And let, I mean, let's let's face it. You had huge shoes to fill. Yes, Kurt Kurt Sumner was uh, was uh, well. He was an, he's an, he is an icon. He yep. really is. He was yep. he was great for NSPS, uh, f- especially for the times that you know those rough times through ACSM uh, dissolving and and really just trying to figure out where the surveyors were going to be in the the early twenty uh, teens. Um, that he was he was the he was the right uh, he was the right guy at the helm. He was. Uh, uh, he was Captain Picard, just uh, <laughs> blasting along, you know, making sure that we, we kept it yeah. kept it straight and narrow. Yeah, um, that song in my head. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it, it, he he was definitely good for the time, and uh, so yes, there was definitely uh, definitely uh, big shoes to fill there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. What are you like? What is your success? How is it measured? Oh boy. Um, well, for myself, my my own little personal goals. Um, we know we're going to have attrition. We know we just simply know that uh, in the next five to ten years, if we don't really do something substantial, especially for licensing, because unfortunately licensing is the only thing we can really measure, mm. because that's the only 
that's the only metric that we can cover. Um, we're really looking at a 30 to 40 percent attrition simply on licensor, mm. licensed surveyors in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. Well, the big thing for me, like I said, that I'm, I'm trying to judge myself on is not so much how much we, we backfill that, hopefully we can, hopefully we can, but it's how we grow the organization and grow the profession uh, along with it um, through the technicians, through technology, and really changing that narrative that, um, and, and I'll, I usually get myself in trouble with this, that NSPS is National Society of Professional Surveyors, and there are so many of our old members that say, yes, this is a professional surveyor society. Um, I would really like to see it as National Society of Professional Surveying, mm. because it's not just the licensed surveyor. Yeah. It's the entire team. Yeah. And we put like so that. we I put I, don't, I like that we put so much stock in the the technician side both field and office yeah. that uh, that the surveyor that whether it's the boundary survey whether it's the civil engineer that's worrying that that's dealing with the data we're collecting um, but yet we're still the, the technician still looked as the low man on the totem pole yeah. and not respected and yep. not not given the proper uh, opportunities to train and really grow their career. So I guess that's what I'm looking at is being able to sustain the, the association and grow the profession. I don't think we're, we're never going to grow the licensing, but yep. we can grow the we can grow the profession through the membership yeah. and just making sure that we have good, solid individuals that are following in our footsteps. Yeah, and this would probably be a really good time to uh, plug the CST program. Yes, and, and you know, and that's, I'm, I'm glad you did because uh, the Certified Survey Technician Program, we're actually seeing an uptick in the, the amount of technicians that are getting enthused about becoming certified because this is, this is one avenue that, uh, that a technician can prove who they, who they are and what they know. And, and Kent, you and I are from similar backgrounds. We've, we've seen the resumes that have come across our desk that are hired to hire people and you see you see this this party chief that's been 12 different companies in 15 years knows all of the colors of the equipment knows everything to do about everything with no credentials other than that you hire them six weeks later you realize that this usually a guy doesn't know crap yeah. and boom it's gone mm -hmm. yeah. but if i get a resume it comes across my desk and it's it's a cst of any level i know what i'm getting yeah. for the most part i mean it's not guaranteed but there's more likelihood you're going to find uh, that technician yep. that, has, that has taken the time to learn and become certified. Uh, I look at it as the same as as other similar professions and occupations with license with licensing and certification. Uh, you can have your neighbor down the street do all the work on your car because he can do it, but he's not certified. Mm. Otherwise, you take it to the local garage. The guy's been through the training. He's, he's he is certified to, to work on work on things. You're, there's a level of trust. Sure. So the CST program is a big thing to, to we're, that we're seeing grow. But you talked about training. Yes. Isn't this just... This right now... Tell me, tell me, tell me. How? This right now is just a certification program. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, the bulk of that training and really that mentoring mm -hmm. and bringing those people along really falls on the individual and it falls on maybe the company or... or, or you know, whoever that person's been around. One of the things the CST board is, is, is expanding on is the actual training. That, uh, mm. you know, for, 
right, wrong, or otherwise, NSPS is going to, going to be getting into a little more of the education process with training programs for both for both the, the technician and for the employer. We're going to we're going to also going to try to create more of a train the trainer uh, program that's going to you know help that company establish uh, you know uh, more of a, of, a, of, a, of a procedure of what somebody really needs to have for a skill set to be able to pass this test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, each surveyor is going to teach things that their own way, different way, whatever. Yeah, but if they have a little more of a roadmap of yeah. this is what's going to what your technician is going to uh, excel in and be able to pass this. If you give them some guide guidelines and give them give them some guidance on some things, uh, that's really going to help out. So. Yeah. That's one of the things that's evolving and growing this program is more of the training side of it. Yeah. That it, it's not, you know, and unfortunately that's the story you, I'm hearing nationwide is, I'm too busy to train, I just want to hire somebody that's, that's ready to go, let's get, get it on. They're not yeah. there. They're not there. So I think, and I think that's part of what we're seeing this little um, renaissance of people that are willing to train and mentor and bring in fresh, raw talent and make them make them what they want. Make them make them what what's going to benefit the profession. I love what I'm hearing. That's Thank great. Yeah. Music to my ears. Yeah. Well, it's got to start somewhere. And if if it's not going to start with with us as the the national uh, representative, the advocacy, the promotion, mm. then where you know where's it, where else is it going to come from? Yeah, yeah, it's going to come from some of the states, but. I think it really needs to start with us. It's our program, yep. and we've got to we've got to lead by example. And Absolutely, this is, and, and, this is, and this is one yeah. of the things that we're trying to do. Yeah, because exact what you just mentioned is exactly what would happen. You know, each state might try to do something a little bit different, but it'd be like these fragmented efforts versus yes. having like you you know you and NSPS are in the perfect position to you know implement something like this. Yes, and that's like I said, it it, it comes back to leading by example, yeah. and that's what we're trying to do. When well, you guys are in a position to highlight the state that do it very well as, as well, right? Yes, and actually there, there are several states that, uh, that, that do the CST program quite well. Uh, Florida's one. Uh, in, in fact, uh, Florida DOT recognizes the CST as, as, as really kind of, you get an additional check mark on your pre-qualifications if you have CSTs uh, engaged in, in, in your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Carolina is another, another little hot spot. Texas is becoming a, a nice little hot spot. Um, we're seeing pockets in, in various places. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, once again, it comes back to a uh, forward-thinking association. It comes back to forward-thinking individuals and business leaders that want to see uh, this profession grow because, A, we need it. We absolutely have to have it. But, B, it's also the right thing to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Good to hear that. I like that. It's yeah. the right thing um, to do. For sure. Uh, before we let you get out of here, uh, and I'll, I'll be curious to hear your answer on this. We, we talk about mentoring all the time on the show. You know, you brought mm-hmm. it up earlier as well. Yes. Um, we like to give people an opportunity to mention, you know, some mentors that have played a role in their careers. Is there, is there anybody or a couple of folks that come to mind? Uh, actually, well, yes. Um, one especially, and this has really been more later in my career uh, in the Chicago area, um, I don't know if you remember this name from from way, years gone past. Um, Mike Filipski. Oh yeah. Uh, Compass yep. Compass Surveying yep. in, in, in uh, Aurora, Illinois. Mike Mike was my actually uh, the, the my predecessor um, and as NSPS he was the go- NSPS governor um, and as 
he uh, he he uh, recommended me to take over for him back in 2007. And we were friends back then, and he knew I was an NSPS member, and he was gave me a, like I said, gave me a, a letter of support to be able to do that. But but since then, really for the business side of things, and really a different outlook on on survey, the surveying profession. Uh, Mike's been an incredible friend, incredible mentor, and to be able to to watch his business grow, and uh, for him to to provide that that. That, that word of advice, even when I'm not necessarily looking for it, yeah. uh, he always knows what he always know knows how what to say when to say it. So it's always it's always nice. So no, Mike's uh, Mike's a great friend, and uh, he's uh, he's top of my list as far as uh, guys I, I owe a lot to. That's awesome, awesome. And you mentioned uh, giving you advice. I know Sean loves this, this question. Um, what's some of the best advice you've ever been given? <sighs> wow. Um, Probably uh, never stop learning. That that's just uh, and that was ingrained with with probably my, my first boss yeah. uh, back in back in high school. Like I said I'm second generation surveyor, and uh, the the gentleman that uh, that my father worked for that ended up hiring me in high school just uh, because I was a high school kid that was looking for a job. Um, that's one thing that Phil always said was uh, never stop learning, yeah. and that's just something that. Uh, it's really carried me, carried me quite well. I mean, I, uh, I got, I won't say I got bored serving in Central Illinois, and that's what <laughs> precipitated my move to, to the Chicago area, uh, because it was it was to a point where it was a little stagnant. Uh, this was the late '90s when GPS was taking off, robotics was taking off, and uh, I wanted to keep learning. And so, uh, newly licensed, hauled my rear end and my family up to uh, the Chicago area, and then just keep learning and. Uh, it's just don't don't look back. Awesome, mm. good stuff, Tim. Uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? Good, 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 good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, Tim, thank you for your time. Well, I know you're, I know you're a busy guy. Well, thank you for the opportunity. And uh, like I said it's uh, you know it's good, it's good to be here with you all, and uh, it's it's great to have the, the, all the conversations we've had here this week. And yeah. uh, like I said, the profession is growing. Don't don't give up on us, people. We're we're, we're getting there. We're, we're we're making a difference. We all yeah. are making a difference. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of good groups. Uh, like I said, I think, I think a lot of us is coming more together. Yep, yep, that's that's true. I feel it as well. Uh, let's not forget to mention that you're also the host of the Surveyor Says podcast. Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, weekly podcast. Uh, just trying to keep everything out uh, that's fresh and, uh, and 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 new to the to the to the profession from 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 an, an advocacy side. Uh, that uh, in fact, this week I think uh, I think you 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 talked to the the, the KQ4 boys as well. Yeah. Uh, that uh, was able to you know it's, it was fun to have a conversation with them about you know working you know after a horrific flooding to be able to have that conversation. Um, it's it's sharing those stories that people need to hear and uh, you know it's 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 nice that there you know there's several of us out there sharing those stories because. Yeah. We have got a great profession to, to, to squawk about, and uh, the more we, the more ears that to, to hear what we're doing, the better. So, uh, we're in this together. Agreed. Love it. All right. Well, hey, here we are. We're, we're coming down to the uh, the final countdown of the third day. Nearly done. People Nearly are getting done. a little tired about this yes. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, Tim. Thanks for your time. I appreciate well, it. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Tim. Thanks. Thank you to our 2022 friends of the program, Advanced Geodetic Survey, AGSGPS.com, Airworks, airworks.io, 
Bad Elf, bad-elf.com. Cyanic Automation, getjobbook.com. Diamondback Land Surveying, diamondbacklandsurveying.com. Extreme Aerial Productions, extremearialproductions.com. Get Kids Into Survey, getkidsintosurvey.com. Mentoring Mondays, mentoringmondays.xyz. Monson Engineering, monsonengineering.com. Nettleman LC Prep, lcprep.com. North Star Surveying, northstarsurveying.com. ProStar Corporation, ProStarCorp.com. Safety Apparel, safetyapparel.us. Topodot, new.certainty3d.com. And finally, Trimble Geospatial, geospatial.trimble.com.